So it feels like uh-huh. what our plan apparently has been is just not do the last episode of our series and just wait for a fresh hot take <laughs> because it was a while between <laughs> yeah. uh, episodes. It was a while between the last we had talked, we had released one for Radical Face and then talked about it. And then the last couple of times, I feel actually pretty pretty happy about this because a lot of the times that we've missed episodes, I will fully admit it's been my responsibility that we've missed it. And this, I think <laughs> because this the last couple me. times we've talked about it, the only retort that you've had is, oh, don't worry, I've got a playlist. <laughs> and I've gone, okay, great. <laughs> and then I yes, still exactly. have not given it to you. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and really, what? you know what that's hanging on? <laughs> Two to three choices of frankly, these minor singles to include. Like, there, there's, there's a legitimate conversation <laughs> to go, like, listen, do we just say, hey, great time with Radical Face. Let's start fresh with it, the next thing, or do we just hunker down and go? No, we got to do this. We got to do it, and that's what, okay. And and I'm more. Th- I think I'm, we I'm, do it, especially because one person <laughs> asked for one song, so I got to <laughs> include that. But, uh, but, but this is, I like that we just we literally just talked for probably thirty about thirty five minutes, and then go okay, let's record, yep. and then start having an off mic conversation about the future of the podcast. <laughs> but. <laughs> Welcome to a fresh hot take from Radical Face slash Bare Naked Ladies slash Coldplay R Us. Um, the only pod. I feel very confident to say the only podcast. Uh, I'd go so far that it's covered all three. I'd go so far say in the universe that have covered both uh, Coldplay and Bare Naked Ladies and Radical Face. Um, I, I I think that's a very small and and then the the more we go the next uh tri- the, the next band that we cover we're only going more and more niche we're only going to have a smaller uh, oh, yeah. a smaller. Well, how do we get smaller than a Venn diagram of one? <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's just one of us for the next one. <laughs> um, there, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like, I, I just go, hey, it's JD here. Uh, blah blah blah. R us. I couldn't get Nick to do this next series, so it's just me for the next one. You'll have yeah. a like Nick's corner where I call in for five minutes every once in and a while. And it's not even you expecting it. You're just like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, do you want to talk about it? And you're like, no, not really. It's funny because like I can't think no. of um, any podcast that I listen to. And this is not saying that it doesn't exist. That I, I'm JD. Uh, that I listen to that is one person. Like I listen to one podcast that is a host and then people telling stories and I mm-hmm. which like this American life with, with Ira glass, like some stuff like that. But sure. on the whole, every main podcast that I listen to is co-hosts. And I think yeah. the idea of listening to one person talk for a long form podcast of like an hour, hour and a half just feels kind of, I don't know, uncomfortable or like yeah. maybe boring. I don't know. I like, I'm sure I, I'm sure agreed. It feels like the investigative yeah. is probably the closest to that, but they're interviewing that's people true. and like well, telling that's, a story that's my the point. whole time. Yeah, so exactly. it's also, it's like, it's no, it's one like of the hosts, but you, but you, like you said, you're piecing together stories and narratives yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I tell you what I, so I, um, I don't know if we talked about this or if you saw this, but, um, I, this past weekend participated in my first storytellers night where I went to uh, an event downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan, and told a story on stage. 
and like my and my mom i, I told her i'm doing a storyteller's night and she goes is that like a reading like what do you do and i told her i said yeah i'm basically gonna take one of the boys children's books and just kind of read it on stage she goes really goes no i'm not reading little blue truck um but you know but it was funny <laughs> and it was it was i i felt really good about it. I, I really enjoyed it but i in the weeks leading up to it i i told the story to myself so many times like would time it and stuff but also uh-huh. I listened to so much Mike Birbiglia and Ira Glass both an interview between them and then just like YouTube videos and stuff and I I read and listened to so sure. much about the structure of stories and the elements of stories and I was like yeah. god I've never thought about story so much in these terms before um, and it was my, and, yeah. I, and I felt like it was, my story was the better for it. Like, I think it benefited a lot, but it's just crazy how much storytellers, you know, it's an, it is an art form. Like telling a story is an art, just like anything, yeah. excuse me, anything is, but and they're talking about things. And I'm just like, I would never have even thought about that as, as a thing, you know? <laughs> and w- one of the things I did in the story was yeah. like, I, um, and I told my mom this cause I didn't want her to think I was lying, but I basically amalgamized a few different nights into one night and so, like you know, the truth that. Well, that was that was going to be my question because I mm-hmm. I saw an Instagram post and mm-hmm. we haven't really talked, so I mm-hmm. don't know anything about this. Was it a story that like? Yeah, it was a true story. Absolutely. Happened. It was a true story. It was a fiction, and okay, it was the okay. thing of where like everything that I said that happened was true. It's just that I condensed it into a couple of instances versus sure. ex- exactly versus that, like maybe yeah. the five or six nights that it actually occurred over. Um, but the, the, okay. but the events were all true. And sure. then, um, but like, you know, like I was listening to Mike and Ira t- talking about it on, a, on Mike Birbiglia's podcast. Mike Birbiglia is a, a stand-up comedian, but he's like a storyteller where his hour-long special is like one story with a bunch of different offshoots connecting everything together in like a greater narrative. And so he right. is my favorite comedian. It's really good. So shout out to, to Mike. Um, if you're listening, I know you're a fan. And um, uh, so he told the story. So part of his podcast is called the podcast is called working it out. So part of the podcast is the guest or Mike will always tell a story or a joke that they're working on. And then the guest Uh, or Mike, the opposite will critique it and like give feedback and stuff. So like Mike told the story to Ira that he wanted to tell on this American life on NPR. And then Ira like immediately started critiquing it. He was like, this is really great. There are a couple of moments where I think you could have done this more. And it was a story about including his mom and dad from when he was a kid. And he goes, I feel like if your mom and dad's conversation okay. would have gone on a little bit longer, if they, if your mom would have said this or this. And it's like, it wouldn't have been factually true in the sense that did your mom physically say this? No. But the truth of the situation, the feeling of what happened in that moment is still completely true. So, like, you're changing yeah. the like certain parts of it to, to, to confirm the narrative. To make the story to, to pull out better, the emotional narrative of it. The, I think that's I think that's one thing I heard right. Mike talk about a long time ago is like the factual narrative that versus the emotional weird. narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, but uh, but that that's not what we're uh, here to talk about. I think uh, we are talking about, here to talk about emotions, but we're t- here to talk about some fun emotions. No, uh, well, did you I tell you what, it? there's some few, there's a few. You, I think we're talking to, to Tracy a little too much on. Uh, on uh, Bare Naked ABC, he's trying to find puns. <laughs> um, but no, we're here for a fresh hot take. I would say we're here for a fresh hot take on a new Bare Naked Ladies track sooner than I would have thought we were. Um, we So 100%. we have a new... I did not know it was happening until you texted me the <laughs> There's a new before. single coming out? Mm. Yeah. So basically, Bare Naked Ladies are currently touring their last Summer on Earth tour for the... Um, 
thirteenth year in a row, <laughs> which I which I love that. I think that's one of their yeah. best bits was that they did it in the, t- the summer of twenty twelve. Because it was the Mayan thing, and then they're just like, we'll yep. just keep doing this every year. Like, I think that's a great bit. Um, but they uh, started playing some. They said something about like being in the studio in the in the late sp- spring, early summer. Like, oh, we're in the studio. I was like, oh, cool, they're in the studio. Yes. We're like, that's yeah, cool. We talked about that. And then, uh, like, opening night of the tour, Jim, Kev, and Ed all played new songs. Like they each like a song that they were singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah they each and we're had like, oh one. shit, that's kind of yeah. cool. And then all of a sudden, like, there was just these little hints of, like, oh, are you loving life? And this, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, it was a little bit more official. Like, they had a little TikTok uh, part of it. And then it was, like. Which played a lot did. of the songs. Yes, for by a little way, TikTok story. That was what was crazy about it. And then it was just, like, <laughs> one week away, Love and Life is coming out. And, I, and it was just, like, it felt like it was just kind of a little abrupt. Like, hey, we got a new single. And I was just, like, Oh, cool. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. it, it came on pretty fast. And then I think the other part, Sweet. too, that we talked about is that De Trois de, uh, de, de Foi um, came out, what, two years yep. ago, if that, I think. And um, that felt, I, I'm, yeah. I'm making sure that that was true. Um, yeah, that came out July I, 2021, a little bit less than two then. years ago, which yeah. for BNL, uh, since Steve left, or really even, I'd say even the, while he was in the past couple of years, past couple of decades um, is pretty fast for them to, to, to start releasing new music because yeah. I'm going to presume there will be a new album out by the end of this year still and um, you would think so given the fact that they're already playing they, three new songs yeah play oh, four oh right because one of them did Kev or one Jim for, Jim no you're right it might have been three I, th- I thought Jim might have played two know. yeah three to three, four new three songs three to four uh, and one of them's already out so at least one so it just feels soon that they'd have a new album out two years later. So just, so I yeah, I did not expect for there to be new BNL music. It feels like it would be a hell of a choice for them just like yeah. completely working on it, like not even close stages. Right, of right. Recording, and, you know. To just <laughs> ah, we'll whip these out. <laughs> That'd be what's fun. Going on. Like yeah. That's I felt it felt it would feel like a very mountain goats thing to do. You're like, hey, we have a new album coming out. Here's a song that I have that's not on that album that will be out in two albums. But um but yeah, so I and I think part of it was that, you know, like De Trois de Foie, by the time that came out, they had they had you know, they'd already they had talked about how they had recorded that like a year previous or a year and a half previous and then like had touched it up a bunch and changed a lot of the production. But they had already written all of yeah. that and recorded a lot of it and just, you know, had probably already moved on to writing and recording a lot of the next album. So I guess it makes sense, but I just think it was not expected by either of us or a lot of the fan base. Um, no. So for it to be here this quickly is unexpected, but graciously um, accepted. And I'm happy to have some new BNL. Yeah. Um, but what we have not talked about. Yeah, it just makes yeah. us wonder when. And, and wonder why and wonder why. So I think we should talk about the track <laughs> itself. This, the song is called Love and Life. Just keep breathing and loving life. We're loving life. We love it so much that we want to live it twice. We're loving life. We're loving life. It's like a pizza and we want another slice. We take it high. We take it low. first um, single cover in a while that has all four of them facing it at least since if I, if I I mean I might be way off base here but at least since Grinning Streak which had all four of them on the album cover um, but yeah so it was interesting to see the album art or sorry the single art of yeah. the four of them just like looks like post looks like, like a photo like shoot post reception of like suits all kind of like tuxedos all hanging out and stuff like that um, 
Oh God! Big so uh, these guys. Uh, <laughs> my fiance and I went to a wedding this weekend, and um, oh, I got engaged. I think since we last. When was the last time we recorded? I feel like I got engaged since last uh, time. I'm pretty recorded. sure you've gotten engaged. This since, I tell yeah. you what. This podcast has followed a lot of my my love life. Um, we went to a wedding this weekend, and we woke up the night before the wedding, uh, or the morning of the wedding. Sorry, and my fiance goes, I I really feel like I need to go shopping. Like I feel like the dress I have is not like fancy enough i feel like it's a little too casual and i was like well, i'll go with you like you know i always like going to the store and i said i was probably i'll probably wear khakis and that blue button-up i have and she goes you know it's it's like formal or tux right and i was like i guess i'm getting a suit too so i guess we both need to go shopping <laughs> so two hours later i have a new suit and she's got a dress and I was, wow like i didn't have because i had gained a bunch of weight and i've lost a little bit of it since then but like i didn't have a suit I had, I had gotten rid of my dress pants. So I had, I had like suit coats that fit mm-hmm. and like some dress pants that fit, but no match. Sure. And so I was, so I was looking at them. I was like, Oh, I don't have any tuxes that fit. Um, but, but anyway, that is not relevant. Um, well, also not relevant, but kind of relevant to what you just said. We went to, we had a uh, Ben folds last mm. Sunday. Yes. And, yes. uh, we tour, he's playing with a bunch of symphonies, right? And so I was like, oh, that'll be fun. And then we ended up for our anniversary, we're going to get go to this fancy restaurant downtown. And it like didn't end up happening because we had to make reservations said, like a yeah, month in advance. Yeah, you said it was, like, it was B-dubs, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> Can you sweet. imagine? Uh, you're like, that's really nice Have you ever eaten there? <laughs> you're like, we tried to go to B-dubs and they needed reservations an hour in advance. We couldn't get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we couldn't get in that week, so we right. ended up just like pushing it off, and then ended yeah. up like, oh well, we'll just make a nice out of the Ben Folds thing. That's at like yeah. a with the symphony, so it'll be fun. So we'll dress up, yeah, and be a nice, a nice fancy. night out oh, of it. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, so like I wore like a coat and like not matching pants, a winter coat. She wore a dress, and we, you know, went and had a nice night, and then North get there, Face. and it uh, realized that it is not with symphony; it's with band. It is. The Tall whole tour, yes, it is. The full tour is not with Symphony. Just some shows are with the Symphony. So we were so hands down the flyest looking people in there. Everyone's, you know, in normal concert attire, and we're, I'm wearing a fucking jacket. I feel like so. I feel like knowing the two of you, I feel like. Your girlfriend was probably more annoyed than you were about that. No, like, she was self conscious. Oh, she was but... fine. With it? Oh, thank God. Okay, <laughs> I've seen her being like, "Why would you make me do this?" Like so, so No, she was into it, but I oh, was like, God. "Oh my oh, good God!" For her. Good uh, for her. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "This is hands down the most dressed up I've been for a concert." <laughs> I can't believe I'm the only one here that did it. <laughs> Well, hey, at least you have that. At least you've now been the best dressed person in a building. Because I don't think I've ever been the best dressed person in a building before. Except my own home when my boys are running around half naked. I (laughs) I feel like that's a low bar. You know, like that's that's a low bar. But that's fun. It was a a good show, by the way, Ben. Yeah. Which is relevant to this podcast because we saw them open for, we saw him open for, um, uh, uh, you know, sorry. It was, uh, no, it was really good. They played. None of uh, Ben Folds Five stuff, which is I think the I, first I've been time. watching the set list. I was surprised. I'm surprised by it. Most of the new album, which is which is beautiful, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, I love the new album. Yeah, a lot of lot of really cool stories about how oh cool. uh, like some of the songs came about. Because um, I've, I've been I've been following the set list and they seem very yeah. similar from Night Tonight, if not okay. copy and paste. 
And so when you re- and and the kind of short like eighteen songs, yeah. nineteen songs, and so you, kind of, you, you when you see that from afar, you're like, all right, cool. But to know that he's like talking a lot and conversational, yeah. that adds a whole layer to it. Yeah, I'll really have to cool. tell you about the Christine from the seventh grade story. I, I, I feel really like I know that. what it is because oh, yeah? I, I I saw him. I actually saw a video of him perform that with a symphony on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I, I I still want to hear it, but I saw him perform that on YouTube uh, a couple weeks ago, and he talked before that. And that that was one of those that changed that song for me a lot. Where I was 100%. like, oh, I actually like the song. Yeah. I had really yeah. like really come into that song the week before, and then that only added to it. <laughs> yes, yep, yep. But anyways, uh, beautiful. Not Great. quite a Ben Folds podcast. Uh, <laughs> Although we've talked about it, we have talked. We about have it. talked about it. Um, oh, so but I'll give one more, a couple more BNL updates quick before yes. we get into the song. So um, this will be a great segue. Uh, so. We, uh, I, I was a guest on uh, Bare Naked ABCs. We, we've been on with them a few times, and there mm-hmm. was one that I did uh, a few months ago that you weren't on just because of timing and stuff for the song Things, uh, which is a short one-minute song from their children's album. And I, I adore it. It's about – Ed wrote it for his son, I believe, and – I've been playing it for my boys. It's one of their favorite songs to for them to play. And they, so my boys have become super musical mm-hmm. and super, you know, I've been finishing up my second EP and whenever we get in the car, I, I swear to you, we have to play the lost every machines. demo that I have <laughs> lost machines, more, more lost machines. <laughs> I lost them again. Uh, uh, whenever we get in the car, he has, we have to play the four tracks. I have the mixes of back to back. And if I start with a, yes. one, the second or third, he goes, Nope. We have Nash goes, no, we have to play the first one. So Jillian, Jillian, Jillian. I'm like, mother, can we not, please? Um, and then, uh, but but he, I've been getting him to some BNL songs. So things was the first one because I can play that on guitar. And and whenever I drop them off before we go to their moms, like it's the last song. It's one of the two last songs I'll play before I go to their mom. So it's mm-hmm. things and then popcorn from the children's album. So the two last songs Classics. we'll play before daycare or before their nanny or their moms every time. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I want to get them more. So gonna walk is the next one that I introduced yeah. them to. And they, Nash, both of them, love Gonna Walk. They love Gonna Walk because it's such an easy chorus yeah. to repeat. And at first, Nash did not understand the, re- the repetition. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd say repeat after me, but he would only just say it with, with me you. every time. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was still super cute. Uh, and then today, actually, we had we had they had speech therapy today, and Nash wanted I take out my guitar, and he goes, "Gonna walk, gonna walk." And so I'd play it. I started playing it, and then I played the first chorus. Then we stopped and started playing something else. Um, and then Nash goes, no, gonna walk again, gonna walk again. I was like, All right, we play it again. Um, it was great. Uh, and then, um, so to segue into to love and life a little bit, um, my fiance. So we, we listened to the little TikTok segment, and it had the lyric, um, "Sweeter than a watermelon slice." Yeah. And we both. Uh, it was the first time I looked at her, and I just went, "I can't defend that." <laughs> Where I just went, I don't really have a defense for that as a lyric. You know, we're love and life, we're love and life. Um, it's sweeter than a watermelon slice. Harry Styles money. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember going like, oh boy, I, I got nothing for you, hon. It's and like a pizza and we want another we slice. Want another slice. <laughs> and you know, after like, I heard mm. both, and that was like, after I came out, I was just like, fuck. And, and I will say, well, I'll get back. We'll get, we'll circle back around to the song as a whole. I, yep. I it's got, a, it's a lot catchier than I thought it was going to be. I have enjoyed, I'm enjoying it a lot more. Um, but she does not care for it because of a lot of that stuff. Um, so what I thought would be hilarious, and she doesn't know this yet, but I've been working on a dance routine with the boys for the chorus, <laughs> and they ad- they love it. But she doesn't know, and obviously people can't see this because it's a podcast. But it yeah. goes, we'll take it high, 
We'll take it low. We'll ride this roller coaster anywhere we go. And then we're loving life. And they just do a heartbeat. We're loving yeah. life. And, you know, and then it gets to the breakdown. The, the la, la, love it. The la, la, when, the, when, it, when that hits, we just start pumping it up, I tell them. And we just pump it up. <laughs> and so I showed my mom today with the boys. And they, the boys are so excited. And they loved it. And so when we go up to Traverse City for spend the fourth um, yeah. with her family this weekend, uh, I'm going to like surprise her. Like, we're just like, oh, let's put the song on. And they, they'll play it. And then that will come up and then they'll start doing it in the back and she's going to go, what the f-? Yeah, she'll freak out. She's so mad. I'm, I'm just so excited. Um, because really we've, cool. like, and yeah, I, I love that. They, they, they got to dance for it, but yeah. So anyway, the song as a whole, um, let's get into mm-hmm. love and life. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, All I, right. I, so uh, the first thing I wrote is it quotes the lyrics. It's like a pizza and we want another slice. LOL. Oh, BNL. <laughs> yes. And like, at first I got really annoyed. I, not really annoyed. That's not even that's not even remotely true. That and the watermelon slice lines. Mm-hmm. I was like, really, guys? And it just felt like in defense. It felt like dad rock, but like not in a Wilco way, but like in like a, like in a dad sort of a way oh. that is like indefensible. Oh, yeah. But then I was like, okay, but they also have like the, I'm going to be the donut. I'm going to see the donut. You can see the whole line from year, from a few years ago that I love groundbreaking. Yeah. And I was just like, they just love food. I think is all it is at the end of the day, but, um, they're loving life. They're loving life. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and like, you know, like I, 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 we've said this a lot, I think in our pod, uh, and I don't think a lot of fans have either agreed or cared for this or recognized it. This to me is the epitome. So, like my least favorite song from um, De Trois De Trois, um, I, I feel like this is what I put when we talked about it, was "Roll Out." Like that to me was like the epitome of like cringy dad rock, where I'm just like, this is so cringy. We, of like, if what agreed? I don't think we were doing that back then. Oh, because because it was a fresh hot take as an album, but it was like we're gonna roll out if you if you want to whatever you can kiss my dust. I was like, y'all are in bed by ten. Like yeah. you guys aren't. You are painting the town beige at best, right? And <laughs> this to me feels like a continuation of that. And oh. what I so like the mm-hmm. thing that we've talked about is that like they are doing what they want to do. Yeah, and a hundred percent. That to me is the epitome of. Well, this is this is me just for myself doing what you love, and I th- first of all, no matter what, they fucking killed it. Then they're doing what they love. They're making money off of it, and they have a full ass career, and that's great. I do like this song. Mm-hmm. It, it has grown on me far Same. more than I thought it was. I think I think it is indefensible in some of the lyrical choices, and I think both in spite of and because of that, I love it. Um. I think there are some. I think it's going to be hit or miss. I think rollout to me, even still, I that one to me, I do not care for. I I don't like. I yeah. cannot listen to without cringing or rolling my eyes. This one I can understand someone listening to and having the same feelings. I don't have those feelings about the song. I think the song yeah. is really enjoyable. I think it's a lot. It's really catchy musically. Um, I love the dynamics of it going like each chorus actually pulling back a lot yeah. and then going really big in like the post chorus. Um, obviously the message is great. Um, I mean, you can always do that, but like it really is the epitome of like, Hey, just fucking unadulterated optimism. And yeah. like, and, and I think that they, I, I've struggled with, I think that they've done a good job of recognizing that they have a pretty, uh, 
privileged place in life. Like yeah. I think Ed, I think um, live well. I think Ed talked about that a little bit, you know, where he's like, um, or even good life where they're like, Hey, well, I'm not saying that we have had it as hard as everybody else, but like, yeah, you know, we still have had struggles and we also are trying to do our best and have also, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, we're doing what we can do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I ultimately like it a lot. It is funny, and and I, I still think indefensible is a great word for it. Where I just go like, you can't, you can't. It's one of those songs. Sorry, and then I'll f- mm-hmm. f- flesh up. No, no, no. Like you know, like a Mountain Goat song comes out, and there's or, or I listen to an old Mountain Goat song from the '90s with him on a boombox, and there's some like random ass lyrics, and I listen to it with my girl or my fiance, and I can go. No, no. So, okay. So, if you think about like, what he's actually <laughs> saying here, like with the context of what these characters are going through, blah blah blah. blah. With this, I can just go it's like just the hands up meme. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is just like no. He likes pizza, <laughs> and, and he wants and he more. wants another slice. <laughs> no, I think I've been a very very similar place. I think you put into words a lot of what I was feeling. I wrote that. Yeah, it feels it feels very very on brand for them lately. Yeah, it is. Yes, yes. not groundbreaking lyrics, but it's goofy. It is positive and upbeat in their new like poppy style. Yes, and yes. it just I don't know. Like I'm in a place where I just yeah I I'm not coming to this hoping that every song's gonna be groundbreaking lyric wise or right maybe as. I don't know, in depth or witty as some of their older stuff, but yeah. I'm just so happy to be getting more and happy to be seeing, be able to see so clearly that they're having a good time still making music. I think you put a, you, you, you it nailed that well. It just feels like that's where they are now, you know? And I think I, when they start playing the new songs, like that first week of the tour, I tried to find some of them on, on YouTube. Yeah. Like if anyone had to upload it and I found, all I found was one recording of one of Jim's songs. I listened to maybe 30 seconds of it and then it was able, I had the strength to be like, no, just wait. Um, and it sounded like a lot of Jim's more recent songs. Like kind of like that, like soothing, like chill, like seventies yeah. bass, which I fucking love like that lounge rock stuff. But, and so I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. Like I like what Jim's doing, but what it made me do like that. And this combined, it made me to your point kind of go, what we're going to get next is we're going to get more of the same. Yeah. We're going to get some of the poppy hit songs. Jim's songs are going to be more of Jim's songs. Kev's songs are going to be more of Kev's songs. Yep. And then there's going to be two or three songs on there that are going to be like Ed's deep cuts where you're like, fuck, bro, these are fucking killer. Yeah. And then there are going to be two or three like gems and you're like, exactly, holy shit, yes. these guys still and then got gonna it. Get, I, I'm assuming, I think one of Kev's is called something like not enough time or something like that, or there's never enough, never enough time. We'll get one which, Kev song that'll make you go, wow, what are we doing? Yes. And then you'll get one where you just go, I fucking oh love God. this. And then you'll get yeah. one internal dynamo where you're just like, all right. <laughs> and then like, you know, but like, so, but, but I feel like what you will get is more of the same but Dude. not in a way yes. where i'm upset about it but like in a way where, like you know i was thinking i was listening to detroit of fall the other day um uh i think it was after this had come out or maybe right before and uh um flat earth came on and i was just like oh yeah this exists <laughs> where it was just like it felt like the uh-huh. definition of a track that like exists yes we're like i don't dislike it by any means 
it's not bad, but like they didn't really play it. Yeah. And it wasn't ground. It's not one that I go, oh, I wish they would have played it more. Like I listen to, it, I go, I like this. I, you know. Yeah. But like, it was there. It doesn't feel like filler, but it's not something I remember. You know. Right. And I don't like. I don't know the pop thing. I think we talked about at some point. Oh, like is this the they're trying to gain their way back? I don't think it's that. I think they're just this is what no. they want to do. They're having fun. No, I don't. I don't think they're trying to gain anything no. anymore. Besides, like, and that's I think they're trying like, to. Yeah, that's great. I don't. I I really think that I I, I like. I don't mean this like uh uh like oh, not not pity wise, but like um condescendingly by any means. Because first of all, who am I? But secondly, like I mean genuinely like. I feel like that is the that is where you want to get in life, where like yeah. you can record, you can write what you want to write, record what you want to record, produce it the way you want to produce it, and not really be beholden to anybody. Like yeah. you can go if you could have a producer going, well, the way that you should do this is blah blah blah, and you, you go, can go fuck no, you, <laughs> I want to do it this way, and yeah, fuck you, and they go okay, fine, and like, will you sell less? Will you get played less because of it? who maybe or who knows but ultimately you don't seem to care about that you seem to want to just write the music you want to yeah. do and like that's what that's about and like i don't think bnl will ever like the, the thing about them that they have i think I, I to be completely honest i think part of what allows them to do what they have now whether they like this or not is that they have one week and million dollars and an old apartment yeah. all these songs they have these old what I don't not me, but people describe as novelty hits. Yeah. That allows them to say, Oh shit, bare naked ladies are coming to town and tickets are twenty five bucks. Yeah, I'll go see them. Because yeah. you know you're gonna get those songs no matter what. And so you're gonna have you're all I think with a band like BNL, you're gonna have your diehards like us who are gonna yeah. see the shows and are gonna be hoping for fucking shit like Great Provider yeah. or like Off the Hook or these deep cut songs. and you're going to have your people going, I hope they play one week. I hope they play million dollars and I right. hope they play old apartment or Brian Wilson. And because you're always going to have those two fan bases, yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want. And it because, seems like they've hit that more than a lot of other people. Yes. I mean, th- yes, they're, they're not going small venues ever. Nope. They've been playing pine knob for decades. It doesn't feel like they're ever declining in that. Like whereas other places, I mean, you see, Ben Folds, who I would not have yeah. thought it was like any less successful in, yeah. in his heyday, yeah. but right. is doing a lot of way smaller venues and still can do the larger ones, but also mm-hmm. does the smaller ones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you just like, yeah. you wonder what the difference was there. Like why, why, why BNL can pull the pull that they can yeah. and, and, and continuously. Right. Because like you, you like the, I, I think that we often have these tainted glasses of like no, common BNL fan has listened to anything <laughs> from the past 10 15 years like yeah. like truthfully no one's listened to shit from all in good time on besides big bang theory and that's yeah. before you know like no maybe they've maybe heard every watching big bang theory right <laughs> right right no one's going to know like if anything they've heard every subway car or odds are in Coles right like like that's what they've heard and and, and and you know probably Canada's different with radio stuff obviously but like but like all that to say is that like they have they have a very unique and and frankly like I, a career that I'm jealous of as a musician of like they've enabled themselves to do what they want to do yeah and get away with it like you and I both know the second they announce their new album and a pre-order 
we're fucking doing it. <laughs> we're pre-ordering right. the vinyl. Oh, and deluxe we will package? Do that. Yeah. yeah. Sign <laughs> me <will> up. <laughs> and we will do that until the day that they yeah. stop recording music because we love their shit. We like, right. you know, this is, this is a really interesting thing that, that I read the other day uh, about, someone was talking about movies, but someone was saying like, there was a Reddit comment say, or Reddit post saying like, I don't like being on the movie subreddit anymore because I feel like I have determined that I have a bad taste in movies because I, I'll see, <laughs> I'll think about a movie that I like. And somebody, and then I'll see a post, and somebody will say like, "Blah blah blah is a bad movie," or "Blah blah is a shit movie," and they'll have a whole post about it, and they're just like, "I just feel like I I don't know movies the way I thought I did." Whatever. And but then somebody's response to that was like, "Well, I think that's just like first one person was Taste. like, don't listen to <laughs> internet nerds, right?" Like that was the first comment. Yeah. But then one of the other comments was like, "I feel like people have people don't to, to that same point like don't have nuance, and people don't say things like." I like the way that director shoots movies or I like the way that writers tells a story versus this movie is good. This movie is bad. And I feel like the same thing can be said about music where it's like B and L. I like the way they write songs. I like the way Ed tells talks about, you know, we talk about Ed and Steve being so self-effacing. I love the way that they can relate to people. I love the way that Kevin is so introspective or that, that Jim can paint a picture about a set, you know, like I like the way they do that. Some people don't, we seem to, we're going to, we're going to buy into that till the end of days because we, we relate to that, you know, and that's fucking great. Yeah. And I, I, I think that circles back to, yeah, were this their second album, would it have Mm -hmm. put them on the map? Maybe not. I mean, get the lead single too. Right. But at this point in their careers, it's just, I don't know. It's just good to see him being happy and making stuff. Well, it's, and yeah. I don't like it. It doesn't seem like they're slowing down, but at the same time, no. it feels like any day they could be like, yeah, I think we're about done. I think you we're know? good. When and I always think about like, you know, that it surprising. happened 12 years ago now, when and but I would have been 16 at the time yeah. when R.E.M. did that. Yeah. They had just had a new album come out and then they, they had an announcement as a band. Hey, we're done. We're calling it quits. Yeah. There was no band like argument. There was no blow. But it was just like, hey, we're done. Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's that's a little more unique than a lot of bands. They normally have like a little like, oh, we're getting old, whatever. But like, you know, Mike Mike uh, Stipe was fifty, I think, fifty one. Yeah. Young. They they were younger than BNL are now, and they just called it quits because yeah. they felt like their journey was done. And so, like, it, it's one of those things now where I just kind of go, you know what? You gotta be grateful for everything you exactly. get from it from your from the bands that you love because exactly. you never know when they're gonna go. Hey, we're done. You know, like Ben Folds. Right, we'll ben still get saying, stuff from him, but 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 he's basically he's been saying like, albums. hey, I think I'm, he goes. I feel like I'm yeah, I'm done with this stuff. You know, I feel like I'll do a lot of other artistic stuff, but as far as albums go, I feel like this is probably it. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited because I get more BNL. I'm excited oh, yeah. for the new album. Um, I feel you know it's interesting because like I feel like kind of content with where things are now. I feel like when Very Flip came so. out a year or two ago, I feel like we had maybe kind of been like maybe they're gonna have a different direction. Like maybe they're gonna <laughs> like do this a little bit more. And uh-huh. then we were like, oh no, it's a little bit more of the same. Whereas now we're kind of like. We know what we're gonna get. Yeah. We're excited for it for what it is. Exactly. And that's exciting. So yeah. Bless you. Bless you. I'll make sure to cut those out. So uh so yeah, so we'll see. We don't really have any other information from them about albums or timelines or anything like that. 
No. Um, Hopefully soon I've, we get something. I mean, feels like how it goes, right? Maybe the second single and then an announcement. That's normally, I mean, that's kind of how I'm doing my shit. Yeah, yeah, I'd say probably, I I think that's exactly it. Ironically, you talk about being the big fans we are. This is probably the first year in a while that we're not seeing them on tour. Um, I feel like there could be some sort of, it's it's more of a money and scheduling thing this year than anything else. There could be some sort of wild card shit that throws it in the year where I just go, hey, let's just do it. And I almost had that last week, and then I realized that fees were no longer. Oh, they're they're back. back. Oh, damn it. it Okay, never mind then. Well, maybe not. Yeah, fifty percent of the ticket price again. And I was like, well, we'll see. Maybe if we get closer, we'll we'll see if there's like some stub hubs or something. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was a it was a money thing and a timing thing with with um, uh, the boys and just yeah. life and shit like that. But but and also, you know, we've talked about this for for. Did you see that post on the subreddit the other day about like what's what should I expect in the set list? <laughs> someone no. someone posted about that. Someone was like. <laughs> Someone was like, I saw, you know, what should the set list be like? And I comment, I was like the first comment. I was like, fucking look at any set list from the past 10 years. And <laughs> and, and I joked, obviously, but basically yeah. the comments were all in agreement. But You'll get um, 18 of the 20. Uh, yes. yes. You'll have a few rotators. But, um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I think we're, I, I'm, I feel like we're both on the same page. We like it. Yeah. We, we like it for what it is. Like, and we also feel like we know what our expectations should be. Yeah. And not that that means like they're, they're lowered. It's just like you know what category to expect. Yeah. You know, just, like you know where. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. makes so, me smile that we're yes. getting new bands. Yes. When, and, I, and like I mean this genuinely, like going back to what I was talking about the boys, like Gonna Walk is one of my all-time favorite B&L songs. Like I adore that yeah. song. And it's one of their cheesiest. No, it's not. It's, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty to – it's very to the point, but it's a very joyous, uplifting sing-along song, and I adore the crap out of it. And like – this is in that sort of a vein. Yeah. It's uplifting. It's fun. It's makes you smile and makes you go be happy. So, um, any notes you want to leave the fans on before we, uh, close for the day? I don't, not particularly stay tuned at our, uh, expedient following up. Yeah. Within the next 12 months, we'll probably have something for you. Yeah. The longer we wait, the longer the trophy stays. In well, my now that you player, said so. that, it'll probably be 13, but, that's uh, fair. That's true. Yeah, I just jinxed it. <laughs> Honestly, you just got a gut reaction, dude. Just pick the two of the three. Pick, no, make the two or three I'll phrases. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Send it over. I'll do it front. this weekend. Well, I will say, we'll see. Um, I will say that um, my new single. I was well. I would have been able to say this if we uh, had a uh, uh, an episode released a month ago. My new single came out a month ago. Uh, oh, it's yeah. called, you know, keeping in mind that my name when it comes to music is King Inc. K-I-N-G, King. It's like royalty shit. Not Charles, uh, but King Inc. <laughs> my new single, Bury the Gold. What? I almost said, but any other that I realized, no, they're all probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, King Inc.'s new single, Bury the Gold, is out. Um, and it is the first of from the new EP which I feel super fucking excited about. Like, I, like the first one was a lot of fun, but I feel very a lot more intentional this time around. And, like, you know, there's a thread to everything um, and stuff like that. So first single come, came out was great. Well, I mean, it was great to have it released, and I feel like it felt more like what I wanted it to sound like. And the second one uh, I'm getting mastered uh, next week, 
um, working on the album art for it now. So we'll have a and, I, and the next one will be that? because no by the time um, okay it Never will probably then. be it'll, <laughs> it'll probably be the end of, it'll probably be about a month from now probably the end of July okay it'll be the end of the, uh, the my plan right now is that the single the next single will release end of July or the first week of August and the EP will, will release the first week of September give it a listen it's on Spotify it's on Bandcamp um, if you if you're just like Check listen out, JD people. I love you and first of all I'd say that's really sweet but I am in a relationship. But if you're like, I love you, and I want to know the best way oh, to support shucks. you and your music, and like all those things. It's going to be Bandcamp. Bandcamp is the best way to support me um, and all those things. Wait for Bandcamp Band Friday. Ship. Wait for Bandcamp Friday, which would be next week at uh, this time. But ultimately, <laughs> there's there's no wrong way to do it. Whether you stream it, whether you share it, whether you put it on a playlist, just anything you can do. Bury the gold. Um, got some sweet album art by my fiance, who's a graphic designer. Um, anyway, that's enough um, promo for that. Uh, you got anything you're plugging, Nick? Any buildings coming up? <laughs> no. I got nothing to plug. <laughs> be so, uh, we got a structure coming up in Cincinnati <laughs> soon. Uh, it's going to be up on August 4th. If you live in the area, check it out. <laughs> check it out. Check out the beams <laughs> on that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys. We will be back um, probably sooner than three months, but no promises. And um, we are excited uh, and this is fun as always. So, um, send us your hate mail at what is what are what are our email addresses? Uh, we still got the old bare naked ladies at Gmail. Are, okay, that's great. Dot com, great. of course. <laughs> uh, just uh, print the Gmail will find us. <laughs> send it there, and stuff will be sent to us. Yeah. Uh, there's a Facebook page technically, we got the old but Facebook and yeah, I don't know. You what got podcast uses Facebook? Yeah, I got my Instagram. Yeah, so at, at JD Waldy. We yeah, advertise for, it on our in the show notes. That's Just fair. Check that's out the true. show notes. Yeah. What podcast? Well, I, yeah, never mind. Advertises on Facebook. No, I was much, I, I was like, I, I was just thinking like I don't use the show notes on any podcast that I listen to. Really? And it, yeah, I just don't like I. You know, I don't a lot. Use okay. Then that's just a me thing. Then like I'll I, yeah, that's just a me thing. But that may be cool. an exaggeration. I really. No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm, I, I'm trying I, to remember the last time I've actually used the show note, but I it, assumed it was a me thing. If someone references something and they say it's in the show notes and I like it, I will go there to find it. Oh, okay. Well, fucking good on you. And loving life. We're loving life. We love it so much that we want to live it twice. We're loving life. We're loving life. It's like a pizza and we want another slice. We take it high.